Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. We want to welcome everyone once again to the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. Uh, it is Thursday, and as you guys know, on our Thursday show, we get a chance to talk about a lot of stuff. We get to do our picks. We get to do pretty much everything, talk about the NFL coming up, college football, a lot of stories we want to get into it, into today, a lot of things are happening. Um, it is uh, Thursday, October 14th. The time is 9 o'clock. And as you guys know, uh, we get, can't get the show started without welcoming our co-host in. Uh, so I want to bring him on real quick. Oh, okay. And welcome, Royce, to the program. Royce, how you doing? Hello, Rodney. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm it's Thursday, man. Rangers, just celebrating for the Rangers win. That's right. We're going to talk a lot of Rangers and stuff as well, too. So we're looking definitely looking forward to that. Um now, Royce, now, now we're going to get into a couple of picks later on in the show. You ready to redeem yourself and your record on the picks? Yeah, Rodney, uh, I think a lot of people got caught up in the uh, upsets last week, and there's quite a few of them. We're going to talk about those, too. I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only one that uh, uh, had a bad week picking. How did you do that? Yeah. I didn't do too good, either. <laughs> I didn't do too good at all. As you as you guys know, you follow the show. You know, we do picks on Thursday. I happened to go 5-9 and nine last Thursday. Uh, Rick went 5-9 and nine as well. And then, uh, Royce, you actually went 4-10. and ten. So you got some catching up. 4-10. Well, you know, if I had to pick the Cowboys, like uh, y'all convinced me to do, I, I, I'd have been tired with you. 5-9. and nine. Okay. With no convincing this week, you know everybody get to make their own opinion and make their own pick this week. So no convincing this week. Now you brought up a good thing. We talked about the Rangers. The Rangers get ready to start their series uh, tomorrow. Matter of fact, so it, it, they get started at 7 p.m. tomorrow uh, here in Arlington, Texas. And Royce, what do you expect this scene to look like tomorrow with the Rangers having their first ALCS, especially having it the first game at home? What do you expect to see? I'll tell you what, I'm excited. This is not the same Ranger team that the Yankees own for years. Uh, it's a whole different ball club, a whole different organization, a whole new set of owners, a whole new attitude. Uh, and I I think that you, this Ranger, Ranger team could beat the Yankees. I think they got a good chance. I'd yeah. say 60-40, 70-30 chance. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. The Rangers have had a good, good series as far as a good record playing of the Yankees this year, whether it's at home or whether it's on the road. Uh, we're right now we're pitching lights out, so I think we do have an excellent chance. Let's look at both of these teams real quick. And if any of you guys want to call in and chime in on the show, you know you're more than welcome. The call in number is three two three nine two seven two nine zero six. That's three two three nine two seven two nine zero six. If you're listening online, you can still catch us on Twitter. Uh, the Twitter feed is still RF Sports Radio. Um, you can also uh, follow us and send us an email 
at rsportsradio at gmail.com. So let's get into a couple of just a little quick analysis about this game and look at these two teams. Now, these two teams, Royce, had a lot of similarities, uh, starting with a lot of ex-Rangers that are on the Yankee squad, uh, namely oh, Mark Teixeira, yeah. namely uh, Alex Rodriguez. And uh, in benefiting from these trades, I mean, they have the Rangers have a lot of young talent. Uh, even with the Teixeira trade, they picked up Elvis Andrews. They picked up Natalie Feliz. Um, I mean, what do you think about a lot of these ex-Rangers being on the Yankees and then also the Rangers benefit with young talent? you think it was an equal deal, or, or, or do you think that they have the advantage having a couple of power hitters over there that we gave them? Well, you know, that, that's been the Rangers' trademark in the past with just hitting. I think the junk team, you got a combination of, you know, they always had big sluggers. Alex Rodriguez, for one, he was a big slugger. Um uh, but I think this team is more of a finesse team. They, they, you know, in the last game they stole, they had doubles inside, you know, the, the, the park doubles, you know what I mean? They scored without hitting the home runs. So I don't think they need the big bats if they keep playing the way they're playing. So I, I, I think the Rangers is a different team. It's a good, and these guys are much old, younger than the ones that are left. But if you look at the Rangers organization, we had a lot of good players come through here. I mean, a lot of great players that played for the Rangers went on to do greatness. But I see this team is young and hungry. And like I said, they know how to win without having to hit home runs all the time, being power hitters. Yeah. I think they'll be all right. And I think you're right about that, too. This team here, a lot of people played into the fact that this is the first time uh, they never won a playoff series. And that was back in 99, 11 years ago. And none of these players were on that team in uh, 99. So they don't know that. To them, it's the first time they have a brand-new series. They're not living in the past with, oh, we, we can't get over the hump. There is no hump for them to get over because none of these right, guys right. were on that team last time. So really the sky's the limit for them. And they believe they can win. Uh, let's look a little bit at the pitching lineup. The way the Rangers have been pitching, I think they're pitching better than almost any team in the playoffs. Uh, just kind of Roy Holiday uh, getting that um, no-hitter uh, that first game of the playoffs. But that pitching lights out right now. I mean, you got Cliff Lee, you got CC Sabathia, two aces, although they may not even face each other in this series. You got C.J. Wilson, which he'll take the mound tomorrow. Kobe Lewis will take the mound uh, game two. And you still got Tommy Hunter that can start easily. Uh, and I think Cliff Lee is going to actually start game three when they go back to uh, New York. But, I mean, who do you think has the edge and advantage in pitching? I know that C.C. Sabathia has been a proven winner, and Andy Pettis had plenty of experience in the playoffs, even Phil Hughes. Do you like the experience that the Yankees have, or do you like the, the arms that the, that the Rangers have with Cliff Lee, Kobe Lewis, and C.J. Wilson? Well, you know, I, I think the pitching, I think Yankees may have a slight advantage since a lot of these guys been in the big show, you know, when the lights are bright. You know, and the, and the Rangers have never been here in this territory. But the way Lee's been pitching and the way the whole pitching staff has been throwing, you know, in the playoffs, I, 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 I think it's almost equal. You know, when you got Lee, if Lee pitches the way he does, I know he won't pitch the first game, but he'd be able to come in there. I mean, he's just as good as the, the Yankees pitchers. So we'll see. Yeah, I think so. I, I really like what the Rangers pitchers is, is, is doing right now, the way they're pitching. Although they're young, they don't have a lot of experience. 
But if they don't even think about that part, I mean, I think they could go just as far as anybody with experience. I know these other guys have been in and been in World Series, they've been in close divisional series or conference championships. But I, I think I have to give the advantage to the Rangers on this one simply because Cliff Lee is undefeated in the postseason. He's never lost in the, in the postseason. And now C.J. Wilson has an undefeated record as well. So I think that, uh, I mean, I think these guys, the sky's the limit for them. I think I have to get the advantage of them as far as the pitching goes, most definitely. Let's look at some of the hitters in the lineup. I mean, you look at this Yankees uh, lineup, they've got Hall of Famers up and down the roster, everyone from Alex Rodriguez, Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, uh, Nick Swisher, uh, Mark Teixeira. they got home run hitters, big hitters in their lineup. But the Rangers, you know, they're not too far behind. they got big hitters too, Josh Hamilton. Uh, Nelly Cruz, Michael Young, Ian Kinsler, who's coming on with a lot of power. Both Kinsler and Cruz had three home runs in his past series. Uh, who do you give the advantage to as far as having the hitters in the lineup? Well, you got to go to the Yankees. They've proven. So far, the Rangers haven't proved anything yet. We'll know after this series, but i, I got to get a nod to the Yankees. We'll see. I got. I got to get a nod to the Yankees. I, personally, you know, I, I do have personal involvement. I'm, I'm biased. I'm pulling for the Rangers anyway. But I think they learned how to beat the Yankees. Had this been an old Ranger team, I wouldn't give them a chance. But this, like I said, it's a totally different team. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a lot of guys that hadn't with a lot to prove on the Rangers. They, and uh, you know, Yankees guys, they they're proven players. But I think this Ranger team, these guys have a lot to prove. It's a chance to become household names. It's a chance to win a, you know, a championship, you know. So they do have a lot to prove. And we'll see just how talented they really are. So, uh, I'm ready to get the game started. I'm ready. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to give a nod to me uh, on the hitters end to the Yankees because, like I said before, they got so many Hall of Famers in that lineup, potential Hall of Famers. I mean, that designated hitter is uh, Lance Berkman, and he's led the league in um, in home right. runs at, at different times uh-huh. throughout his career. Mark Teixeira is a home run hitter. Jorge Posada is a home run hitter. Nick Swisher, a- Alex Rodriguez, Derek Jeter might hit a home run. So I think I, and even Robinson Cano. So I think i got to give the advantage to them as far as having the hitters, only because uh, Josh Hamilton, our biggest hitter, Hasn't really done what he hit. needs to do. Now right. He hasn't done much. He hit the long ball. Right. Yeah, he was, right. uh, he was, he wasn't too hot in the series. Maybe he'll come alive this series. So, yeah, uh, I'm definitely hoping. Uh, I hope he does. And if we get him to start hitting along with the rest of the guys, we got, you know, we got a good chance. But right now, the good thing about it, right now, everybody's equal. Your record doesn't mean anything. Your past championships don't mean anything. Tomorrow, everybody's equal. Everybody's fighting for that championship. So as far as I can say it, it's 50-50. Right. Yeah, Whoever 50-50. wants it bad enough to win. Right. Mm-hmm. And let's look at the uh, managers for the two clubs. You got uh, you got Ron Washington, a guy who's turned a, a team, a franchise around. Um, he's had a great season this year. He's made a lot of good calls throughout the year. And then, of course, you have the Yankees manager who's been there before, 
Uh, Girardi's been there, not just with the Yankees, but with other clubs. He's won a World Series with the Yankees already, made some clutch decisions. Uh, who do you give the nod to as far as having the best manager to win this series? Well, you got to give to the Yankees. Like I said, he's been there. Uh, it takes us, you know, take a. You have to really coach when you get in the playoffs. It's different mm-hmm. from regular season, you know what I mean? You really have to. Uh, it's like a chess game. You really have to sit your men in place. But I like the way Washington has done, you know, at the beginning of the year. It was questionable about him coming, you know, uh, being the right pick for the Rangers. Uh, you know, he started out kind of slow. But uh, he's been consistent this year. I got to give him credit for uh, overcoming his little problem he had. Uh, he's, he seemed to be relaxed. He seemed to know what he's doing. He's done wonders with his ball club. So uh, just like Sean Payton did with the uh, New Orleans Saints last year, you know, he was a, mm-hmm. his first time to the big show. And he actually, I coached, you know, some of the veteran coaches. So uh, I got to get a nod to the Yankees because, like I said, they've been there. It's a different game when you're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I've got, I've got to I've got to give the nod to the Yankees on the managerial part too, simply because, as you said, as we talked about he's been there before, he's made clutch decisions before, and uh, he right. can easily just you know he could easily rely on what his past experiences was, not just as a player, but I mean as a manager, but also as a player as well too, because uh, he did right. play also. Uh, here's another quote, real quick, from uh, Ron Washington, and he was talking about the Yankees today. He says, I think the key with the Yankees is to not keep turning that lineup over. Uh, They have a lot of experience in it. They grind. They're built for the playoffs. So we just have to minimize the opportunities that we give to that limit. And if we do, then we'll be in the ballgames. I think that was well said by Ron. I like Ron Watson. Uh, We talked about him before, the adversities he's overcome this season, coaching a, a bankrupt team, but somehow getting a chance to pull in some good veterans this year. Uh, he beat the scandal in training camp about the drug abuse deal. Uh, the Rangers, you know, instilled some confidence in him early this season. Well, a lot of people wanted him gone. And lo and behold, he's turned around and got this team poised to go to a World Series. So hats off to Washington. I really like Ron Washington, but I've got to get the nod to Girardi because he's had a chance to kind of be there and uh, manage right. big games like this. Uh, and the last thing I want to kind of look at real quick, Royce, is the uh, stadiums. Uh, the home field advantage factor. I know we're starting to uh, in uh, Texas. Right. Um, and I know, right. I know, you know, <sighs> Texas has never had, never, Arlington has never hosted at ALCS. Um, right. and, 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 and I know that. Um, it'd be wild. Right. It'd be wild, I know the right. Yankees, the mystique of having the Yankees at the stadium, although it's not the old stadium, but that mystique of being there, you're in New York, it's October. You know, the fan Fred is going to have it for the city, uh, even though we're going to have a lot of it here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metro Place, but it's not New York. Uh, this is still a football right. town. So who do you give the advantage to as far as home field in the two stadiums? Wow, that's a good one. Well, like I say, you know, it's something about Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. I think for the first time in the range of history, this stadium here is going to be rocking. It's going to be loud. Uh, you know, the atmosphere, yeah, you know, if you watch from the local news, you, you know, he had people lining up right after the game to get tickets. Uh, they put up banners all over the city. I mean, the newspaper, man. It, I, I, I'm going to say it's a, it, it's, it's a tie 
because mm-hmm. ours is just going to be live, just as live. And we have beat them here several times before. Right. So right. They look right. at it as a game, they'd be okay. And I think the team that make the less errors wins this series. So whoever makes the less errors to win, and what the Rangers have to do is don't make errors. You know, mm-hmm. don't make the little mistakes. You know, and if they gonna grind, you got to grind with. And if they play the way they played all year, I think they really have a chance. So we'll we'll see. But I think this stadium in Arlington is gonna be loud. It's gonna be crazy. I mean, we 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 know it's right there by the Cowboys Stadium. The Aviance, the Browns. You know, Arlington, the Six Flags. You know what I mean? And the city. I mean, you if you think about it, you have the whole metroplex behind. You got Dallas Fort Worth. All surrounding cities, you know what I mean. As a matter of fact, I think you have the state of Texas behind them, you know. So we'll see, we'll see. The biggest I, thing I, I think is going to play a factor is the fact that you know, although 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 we had a ruckus crowd uh, for Game uh, Three uh, when they came back to Texas, Game Four was almost you know a totally, totally different crowd than Game Three. Right. It's like a lot right. of the uh, excitement was gone because they thought they were going to sweep. Right. And I, right. I just think that the Yankees have Yankees are kind of you know, pardon my expression was they kind of like the Cowboys. They got fans everywhere, so no matter if yeah. the Yankees are playing at home or they're playing in uh, Texas, they're going to be a lot of Yankee fans at the game. I don't care where you go, they're going to be Yankee fans everywhere. So, so my thing yeah. is, I think the advantage has to go to Yankees because no matter where they go and play, they have enough fans to come out to make it just like a home game. And I and well, the fact that the, we have the, fact that the Rangers haven't are. won a game, they haven't won a game at home in the playoffs yet. Right. But I think we might have. Let's just see how many Ranger fans we have up north. I mean, they, they of course now they're not as vocal as Yankee fans because we've never been there, you know. <laughs> but I don't mm-hmm. know how many fans are behind the Rangers, you know, because they haven't been at the big dance before. So we don't know, you know. Let's see how many Rangers fans show up in Yankee Stadium, you know, yes, so that, 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 that's key, but uh, uh, I like this uh, team, I like to say the excitement is there, you, they, you can't get caught up in the hype, I know it's your first time going, and I think that it's time for the Yankees to go down, you know, nobody stays on top forever, Right. you know, they, well, they, 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 the Yankees always have the mantra of being the, the quote-unquote evil empire. Uh, they're the right, team that right. steals all the best players from all the other clubs. They're the team that has the right. two hundred plus million dollar payroll. You know, they're right. the team that, and the Rangers are only spending close to sixty million on payroll right now. So I think a lot of right. people in baseball across the country are rooting for the Yankees, I mean for the Rangers. I believe that, right. but I think that whole mystique, like you talked about, about being New York, it's October baseball. I think that's a huge and, advantage. And the weather. And, and the weather, you're absolutely weather right. Practice. And the weather's going to play a yeah, role in this. You right. know it's going to have to play a role in this. Right. It's a lot colder up in October in New York than it is here in Texas, you know. So uh, we'll see if it, and, uh, if it ain't like the game of the night. Remember the, when the Jets played, I was raining. You know, the weather was really bad. So we'll see. You know, we'll, and it was we'll just see. announced uh, earlier today that actually um, – uh, there's going to be a lineup change in the pitching lineup for the Yankees. They're actually going to pitch Eddie Pettit on game three to face Cliff Lee instead of game two like he would normally pitch. Wow. Uh, 
um, uh, in the rotation. Uh, so it's going to be some – the, the, the coaches are already trying watch. to get ready to get everything done. And rosters right, are due for both right. clubs tomorrow by 10 a.m. So we'll see what right. happens. Yeah, we'll definitely well, see what happens. Who do you think will win – who do you think is a better pitcher between those two? Between uh, Cliff Lee and Andy Pettit? Right. I've got to give it to Cliff Lee. I mean, he's undefeated. The guy's yes, never lost right in That's the right. uh, in, in the right. playoffs. He's got a 1.44 ERA. He's 6-0 and in postseason play. I've got to get – I think he's the best pitcher in the series by far because he throws right. He doesn't get cute. And, 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 the guy's, and the guy hasn't lost. I mean, how could you not say he's a better right. pitcher if he's never lost? And you know what? I like his excitement. If you notice, he was off the field a couple of times before the batter even put the bat down. Right, uh, right. He, he tried it out on the field. He tried it back to the dug. You know, I, I, that's what I like about it. His excitement, mm-hmm. you know, he was, and I mean, he pitched a mean, tough game. I mean, he really put it out there. So if he can keep that same enthusiasm and, and pitch the way he's been pitching, I mean, I got, you got to get a nod at least. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, I agree with you on that. Now, with that said, we've looked at the coaches, I mean the managers. We've looked at the hitters. We've looked at the pitchers. we looked at the stadium. Uh, so so give me your prediction for this series. It gets started tomorrow. Uh, I, I know you're favoring the Rangers. Are you picking the Rangers to win? Yes. And then how many games do go, it take for the Rangers to advance to the first I, World Series? I think it's going to come down to the last game, right? And mm-hmm. I hope not. I hope not because I've seen it too many times and time and time again. Yankees pull out a close game, especially if it's, you know, the series is on the line. But if the Rangers could jump out there to the lead, you know, if they can win, they, if they can even split one here, you know, it would be good. But they got they, 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 they need to go ahead and make a statement, you know what I mean, and get it over with quick. I know it's not going to be quick and easy. But I think it's going to go the entire series. What about you? I'm picking the Rangers to win. Um, I'm picking the Rangers to win. I'm picking them to win in six games. And I and I think I think if I think honestly I think if it gets to the point where we're up in this series three uh, two at the game five, I think Ron will pull the trigger and let Cliff Lee pitch that game six. Um, I think it's all hands on deck at that point. I would hope he does. Well, I hope he to. doesn't anticipate a game seven and hold him out for game seven. Uh, but I think I think if it came down to it, he would pitch him in game six, and I think we win that game. So I, I think the the Rangers are, are winning six is where I feel. Well, especially if they up one. I mean, why not go ahead and close it out? Why not go ahead and close it out? You know, yeah, go ahead and put everything online because you don't really want to go. The further it goes, the harder it is for the Rangers. That's the way I look at it. You know what yeah. I mean? The longer it goes, the harder it is for the Rangers. Yeah, you leave them there with the game seven. Right, right, right. Because, like I said, I've seen it time, and you've seen it time and time again, year after year, that, you know, the the, the Yankees just find a way to win. You know? Right. I've seen it where I thought they were almost going to lose, and they find right. a way to win, you know, so. Well, that's, 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 so you got it here first. The Royce is picking the Rangers to win in a close series in seven. I'm picking the Rangers right. six, and we'll keep a lot of coverage going on, uh, pertaining to the series as the series goes on. We'll definitely be talking a lot of uh, playoff, ba- playoff baseball. Uh, not that this game, yeah, the other series is going on. Right, <laughs> they right. Win. Exactly. Right. We might have to do that. 
not to discount the other series that's going on, there is a National League uh, NLCS that's happening as well. It's going to be the Philadelphia Phillies up against the San Francisco Giants. Um, I, I really don't know a lot about these two teams. I watch a lot of American League baseball. Yeah. I can't say I've, I've sat down and watched either team really play besides the Phillies. The Phillies have been there before, and Roy Halladay's pitching lights out. But I'll tell you, Roy, it's on Saturday at 7.30. I've got to watch these two to watch Tim Linscombe, a young guy that had 14 strikeouts in his his debut, and Roy Halladay, who That's pitched right. a no-hitter, and he is, these right. guys are going to go back. Uh, these guys are going to go at it. It's got to be a low well, scoring game, but it's got to be a good game, I, though, right? I'll tell you what, the last part of the season I watched both of these teams play, uh, I, I, both of them surprised me. I mean, I kind of figured the Phillies would win, but the Giants coming in at the, the last part of the season to put it together, uh, they got the momentum. But I tell you what, from watching Phillies play, I, I, I got to get an art of Phillies. I mean, you're talking about pitching and hitting in a tough group. They are right. a tough group. Right. You know, they remind me of the Yankees a little bit. But, you know, the way the Giants ended the season, I mean, you know, they got a lot of momentum going into this. So, we'll see. But I, I'm going to get a nod to the Phillies. Uh, yeah. I'm hard to go with. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Phillies, too. I like I like you said, they got excellent pitching. They got Roy Holiday. They can throw out there. They got Cole Hamels. They got... Uh, uh, Roy, Roy, uh, um, who am I trying to say? Um, Oswald, that's what I'm trying to say. He can go out there and pitch to the guy that picked up from the uh, Houston Astros. He can go out there and pitch. So they, they're primed, they're ready. They got big hitters. They still got Howard. I mean, they, they've got big hitters on their team. So, yeah, and they've been there before, too, you know, so I give a nod to them. Uh, also as well. But that's going to be a good series. I'm going to be really tuned in. Saturday to watch those two guys duel it out in pitching. It's going to be really, really nice. Really nice. Um, and, again, we want to remind everybody, if you're listening to us live, you're more than welcome to call in and give your opinion. The number, again, is 323-927-2906. Uh, you can also log in and chat with us as well at blogtalkradio.com slash Sports. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter, Sports Radio, or reach us by email at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. Uh, before we get into a lot of the NFL talk, we're going to talk a little college football and stuff as well. Russ, i got to give you a little uh, quick blurb real quick because I think you're going to really enjoy this one. Uh, but Run Our Test was in the news today, as, you know, that's, not, that's no big surprise. Uh, right. But Run Our Test said today, he was basically asked a question to rank uh, the top players in the in the NBA. Okay, so he says that Kobe's number one. Okay, and he said that he number said two that. is Kevin Durant. Okay, Kobe's one, Kevin Durant is two, and this is what his quote actually says. He says about Durant, he said he is the second best player in the NBA, hands down. He says Kobe's got five rings, six game winners last season, uh, 23 straight points in game five in the finals off mostly jump shots. He says he's the biggest shot maker, uh, the big shot maker. And so with that said, Durant's the second best player in the NBA. This is what Ron Artest is saying. Now, he's guarded some of the best players out there. I mean, you would agree on that. So, of course, the, yeah. the question came up was, well, what is LeBron James' rank? Uh, in, in what you feel like. And he said about the back-to-back MVP, he says, I can only count to two. 
I've been out of school 15 years, and I can only count to two. And that's Kobe and Kevin Durant. Now, what do you think about that? Now, I know how you like Durant. You like Durant like me. You think he's number two in the league right now? Yeah, I, you know, I, I would agree with that. I, I would say that, like say, Kobe has a ring, uh, and uh, you got to gotta give it Kobe his props. But I've seen Kevin Durant uh, play in the FIBA and last year's playoff game. I mean, this guy here, or a guy his size, they can they can handle the ball, they can shoot, they can play inside outside game. He, he he's a complete package, you know. And I would put him. As of right now, ahead of LeBron, wow. it has to be for me. It has to be Kobe. I know how you. I know how you a LeBron fan. I know it's big for you to say. It it, it, it has to be Kobe, uh, Durant, and LeBron. That would be my top three. And I, well, would you put Durant, I Durant over LeBron? That's the question. Neither one has a ring. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about as far as what I see. My, uh, you know, what I think, you know, to me, sometimes the best player will always win a championship. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen a lot of good players come to the league that were great players and never won a championship. And a championship and then, is not an individual. It's not an individual thing. It's a team thing. Whoever had the best team wins. Mm-hmm. You know. And, so, and, uh, and Ronald Tess went on to say that uh, he was a hard cover for me last year. I had to spend a lot of extra energy carrying extra pounds, so this should at least give me more chance to run around. He was speaking basically about coming into camp at 230 versus he actually came in uh, 268 a year ago. And he says, I was a little bit afraid Durant would average 40 on me if I came in at 270 again. And uh, even it, other players in the NBA are chiming in on this as well. Uh, Dwight Howard made some comments as well. And he was actually on a uh, radio show this week, and what he said was, um, let me find the quote for you real quick. Uh, but the right, the White House, when they asked him, Dan Patrick actually asked him on his show, uh, who's better, Durant or James? And the White House said, I got to go with Kevin. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, Kevin yeah, Durant's you know, I mean, like said, Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at him, Rodney. He's a, he's a. Freak of nature for his size. He can bring, he can dribble like a point guard. He can shoot the three-pointer better than anybody in the league. He's a, he, he, he's tall enough to control the boards. You know what I mean? He has an inside game. He can shoot outside. I mean, who can, he, who, who can stop it? Ronald Tiff, not the only one he's going to hit 40 on. I mean, who, who can stop it? You know, you can't put a little guy on him. You know what I mean? Can't right. put a big guy on him. He's too slow. You know, so, well, I mean, why, you can't stop him. He's unstoppable. Because, I mean, who, who, I thought, I thought you would like that. I know you're a big Kevin Durant fan. So I thought That's you'd right. like that. That's right. And I'm a LeBron fan, too. But I, I yeah. got to go with Kevin Durant, you know. And like I said, you can't say one player is the best player. I haven't seen that since Michael Jordan. I can well, I can say it. I can say one person. I can honestly say that for me, it was Michael Jordan. I know it's for you, it's Kobe. No, 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 no. Don't say that now. Michael is the best player to play. I'm just saying the best player in the NBA right now that's playing basketball right now is 
is okay is Kobe Bryant. So let's clarify that before we before I get a bunch of hate mail. Okay, okay. let's clarify Kobe, that. Yeah. Let's clarify that. They, uh, speaking of Michael, Kobe, he's in the uh, news. He's in the news as well today. He made a quote and listen to this, Royce. He says that if he played in the NBA today, he would easily yeah. score a hundred points in a game. If he played in the NBA right now today, he quoted today saying that he would score 100 points. I mean, what do you think about that? Not at his age, but if he was the Michael Jordan of of old playing today, that's possible. Kobe scored 60, right? Yeah. Kobe Kobe scored 82. Right, 82. Yeah, so it's quite possible Michael Jordan could score 100. And you know what? These guys nowadays, can't guard me. I mean, for defenses, this is the worst I've ever seen uh, teams play defense. They, they don't play. Nobody plays defense. They they don't. Mm. Who do you know plays defense? Very few guys, right? Very few. Am I right? Very, very few defensive. Yeah, right, 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 right. Right. Even Kobe don't play good defense. I mean, he plays okay. But he's not a defensive force, you know what I mean? These guys nowadays, they, I mean, they don't play defense. So, and this, and this is what he said. He, said he says, this is his quote, he says, it's less physical and the rules have changed, obviously. And based on these rules, if oh, yeah, I had to play with my that. style of play, I would pretty, right. I'm pretty sure I would have fouled out or I would have been at the free throw line pretty enough, pretty often, and would have scored 100 points. Yeah, that's true. You can't even touch a game. You know, back then, they hand check. You can't do that no more. You know what I mean? It's a lot of things you can't you do. But uh, it was a lot more physical back then. Like I said, these guys here, you can't even touch a guy without them calling a foul. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you can't yeah. even, uh, you know, these flops. You know what I mean? And these right. taking control. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. so it, it, it very well could happen. You know, I I, 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 I got to bring it another another NBA mind real quick. This guy here follows the NBA just as much as he follows the, the Cowboys. So I got to get his opinion on this real quick. Uh, and we want to welcome to the Irish Sports Radio Show. Welcome, Rick. Rick, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good, Rodney. How's it going, bro? Rick, how you doing, good, man? man? Oh, Rick, how you doing, man? You got range of people yet? You got range of people yet? Hey man, I'm still in there, man. We ready, man. We got to get okay. it now, now. Now, I noticed that you called in earlier today because you want to come in on this NBA thing, this thing about Durant being number two. Michael Jordan said he could go for a hundred. I mean, let me get your thoughts first of all on the Durant being number two. You think what the White House said and what Ron Artest said is true? You think Kevin Durant's the number two player in the league right now? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. I mean, what I would do is respect their opinion, you know, because they're the ones that's in the league, you know, so their opinions have got to be valid, you know. But from what I see, you know, and playing a little ball myself and really just feeling like I know the game, I really wouldn't just say that Kevin Durant is, is number two in the league right now. I do think he is a complete, and when I say complete, I mean complete offensive player. You know, but there's other phases of the game that I think that Kevin Durant need to get a little bit better at before I would say he's number two. 
You know, I wouldn't be mad at all if I had him on my team or if I had him leading my team. I wouldn't be upset. But, you know, I flip-flop back and forth so much between Kobe and LeBron being number one in the league and number one and number two. Mm -hmm. You know, I flip back and forth, you know, and it's it's an argument. That's why what I could say about Michael Jordan, he, in my opinion, he would have to be the best player to ever play the game. From what I see, when he was playing the game, it wasn't any argument. It wasn't even an argument who's the best player in the game. It was undoubtedly him. You know, but with Kobe and LeBron and Durant, you know, everybody's got opinions, you know, and everybody's going to have a different one. You know, so that's right. why I would have to give Mike the nod as greatest of all time. But right now, you know, you you wouldn't be wrong if you said Kobe, he's got the rings, he can do everything on the court, he has absolutely no flaws to his game, the boy is solid. Only thing bad right now for him is that he's getting a little older and NBA older, not, you know, old, but he's getting right. NBA older and his, right. he's, you know, on the decline a little bit. You know, LeBron James, same thing, he can do just about everything on the court is pieces that he would need to work on a little bit, but he can do everything on the court, and he's the young one. He's on his way up. Right. Mm. You know, so That's a good it, point. You know, but do you think there's any validity to the point that Jordan says that if he played in today's game based on the physicality and the rules that he could actually score 100 points in the game? Without a doubt, honey, easy. Without a doubt. You know, Michael was scoring – you know, 40s and 50s and 60s, you know, against teams like the Detroit Pistons when right. everybody yeah. on their team the plays defense and yeah, everybody the on their team going to beat you up. And the Knicks, right. you know what I'm saying? Mike played right. against those teams and he was still dominating, right. believe it or not. Cleveland, when right. Cleveland had right. three tall boys out there, uh, Brad right. Jordan Dark, and, right. Right. And, and Hot Hot Rod Williams and Larry Nance all on the court at the same time, you're talking – Six eleven up to seven one, you know. Michael still hitting sixty nine on him. You know, it's mm-hmm. Mike can right. do this right now. You can't touch the player, you can't hand check and right. stuff like right. that. You know, exactly. that they'll yeah. call. Mike would eat that up. He would eat that up. Mm. You know, these guys can't play defense nowadays. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah, I wouldn't agree with that. There's some cats in the league that play defense, and I mean, I, yeah, I, it, I, it, I like the game. Few. I like the game. Few. You know. And it's, it's right. some teams that are more dominantly, like, defensive teams, you know, believe it or not, Boston is one of them. You right. know, they defensive teams, you know. So, you know, some games are, you know, good defensive games, you know, mostly offensive. That's why people would naturally say that don't nobody play defense. And, you know, when you think about it, though, the game has slowed down a lot. You know, they're scoring yeah. 70, oh, 80, yeah. and 90 yeah. points versus hitting 124. Right. right. So right, ain't no, ain't no showtime. Really you know? right, ain't no running showtime like it was. You know, everybody nah, had nah, fast nah. break. Yeah. Nah, Magic Johnson yeah, was something else. He was something different right. out there. You know, and it was an argument for a little while. Who's the best player in the league? Is it Magic or is it Michael? Once Michael stepped up, got in the playoffs, started winning. Hold up, man. Right. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you on that. I think, I think definitely Jordan could hit 100. I mean, I wouldn't put nothing past Jordan. If he could go for 150, there's some teams in the league right now he could hit 150 points on. Point blank, period. Oh, yeah, Mavericks. The Mavericks. The Mavericks, <laughs> for sure. Nah, nah, he yeah. wouldn't do that. Mavericks, Mavericks <laughs> play better defense than what they get credit for. 
You know, Maris is really not bad like that on defense. I think that might even led the league or was number two in the league in, like, you know, three-point percentage defensively. You know, that the Mavericks ain't as bad as what people think. But Mike going to kill them too, though. He ain't going to hit a 150, but he going to get a good solid 90, 100 on him. He can do that probably. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. And if any of you guys listening live, of course, you want to get into this conversation, you're more than welcome to. Again, the number is 323-927-2906. For those of you that are downloading the show on the on uh, iTunes or through a podcast, we, we do the show every Tuesday and Thursday from 9 to 11. And you can reach it at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. And if you guys don't know, our Thursday show is our huge show where we get to do a lot of picks. We do college picks. Uh, we do NFL picks. And I know uh, we all are part of that, Rick. You finished five and nine just like I did, brother. And oh, and, Royce, yeah. and Royce, you finished hey, four and ten. So we got to redeem ourselves this week. But let me ask y'all a question. One quick question before we move on. All right. One quick question. If 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 Michael Jordan could shoot a hundred points in today's game, today Will Chamberlain could score two hundred. No. I don't think so. No, I'm going to no, tell you why. I'm no. going to tell you why because when Will played, Will was always how to play on the court when he played. He always had his advantage against a lot of teams he played. Everybody's got one, even two seven-footers. You know, so I, I, don't, yeah, I think the game is a little bit different than he, when he played. What about Kareem? They was. They would be able to. They would be able to check Will Chamberlain with power forwards. You know, in, in today's game. It's a little different out there for Will. He can't just go out there and dominate. Now, Kareem would be a little different story. He ain't going to go out there and hit 200, you know, but he did have that skyhook level where he was going to shoot over somebody that's 7'2", 7'3". He can do that easy, but I don't know about He probably wouldn't be able to get 100. Michael Jordan just got that other factor. You know how many fouls they called when Michael Jordan was playing? Think about how many fouls they would call now. Michael Jordan got that factor, man. You can't. Do not, yeah. He's golden, yeah. man. He was something different. Well, all I have to say to that is, I saw Wilt play. So, until you see him play, I wouldn't say that. Wilt Chamberlain was a, not only was he the biggest man, he was a player. He was a dominant player. Mm. You know, Wilt didn't score 100 points just by being the tallest man on the team. True. That's he got 40 score 100 points in a game. Right. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. But he didn't score 100 points because he was the tallest guy. He scored 100 points because he, he knew how to dominate the game. So I'm going to leave that. We'll leave that question for later on down the line. All right? That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point. But, I mean, you can't disagree, you right. disagree with that. I didn't see the man play. So, you know, your opinion is valid. You know, I couldn't. Right. I, I've never seen him play. But I'm just, just thinking about it, you know, with him being, you know, every bit of 6'10", 6'11". You know, right. it would have been tough on him because you bring one of them out, you put somebody else back off in. You know, Will Chamberlain couldn't shoot them free throws. Neither. He was terrible on the free throws. <laughs> right. right. But you know, listen, you know, listen, he, he was going to get down. Boy, it was going to be bleacher talk with him. Right. Out of history of the NBA, nobody else has ever scored 100 points. I leave that at that. Ooh, that's I mean, right. Can't argue. Am I right? Can't argue right? with that. Yeah, you agree right, about Rodney? that. You're right about right. that. Okay, I can't, I can't say that. But I think move on. In the history of basketball, no other player has ever scored 100 points. 
I think game. Kobe could have hit 100 that game he hit 82 because he didn't play the whole game. Well, he didn't. He didn't. He could have, would have, should have. <laughs> he did right on, right on. He didn't hit that That's hard. right. He could have, would have, should have. <laughs> okay. I'll leave that alone. I'll be hating on Kobe, but that boy can play basketball. Yeah, thank you. Yes, you Okay. Let's move on. We're going to let all our listeners know. Uh, me and Rick are going to be doing a special uh, NBA preview show, uh, previewing the seeds. We're going to do that uh, someday, sometime this week, maybe next Saturday. So you guys keep checking the site for that. But it's going to be an NBA preview show. We're going to go through some of the trades, the draft, uh, acquisitions from the teams, and we're going to give you all a lot of opinion on how these teams are going to shake out and how they're going to finish. And I think you'd be surprised at uh, where we're looking at, especially with teams like the Miami Heat, and they're like Lakers, so you guys stay tuned for that and look for that on on iTunes or download it from the podcast from the show. But we're gonna definitely get that rolling here pretty quick. Before we get into the picks in the NFL, y'all, real quick, I want to touch on something real, real brief. We're gonna spend a lot of time on it, but I'm, I do uh, value you guys' opinions on it. Uh, the Facebook question today uh, was in regards to a lot of talk about agents and college football. Uh, if you guys don't know, an agent came out and made some statements that he paid almost 39 uh, different current NFL players that are playing now that, that are not playing now, but there were college players that he paid uh, money to have them sign with him at a later time. Um, and he brought a couple of names like Ryan Leaf, Santonio Holmes, uh, Jonathan Ogden, a couple of players that you guys would know. And and I bring up this question. The Facebook question was in regards to what's going on in college football with the suspensions and the violations. But it touched mainly on the biggest one today, which is the Reggie Bush deal. Uh, Reggie Bush got caught violating NCAA rules. The school's been put on a four-year pro uh, four-year penalty. No national TV games. No bowl games. Lost of scholarships. Uh, and Reggie Bush has gone on to end affairs. He got a Super Bowl ring. He did forfeit his Heisman, um, but he's gone. Pete Carroll's gone. Uh, this agent apparently is doing whatever he needs to do. So they really left the players that are playing now and the players that played with Reggie Bush during that time kind of in a bad position because these players that are playing now will never have a nationally televised game, won't be in a bowl game. The guys that played with Reggie Bush, their records are going to forever have an asterisk on it because those wins that they had as a team – uh, have been stricken by the NCAA. So the question on Facebook was, do you feel like, and this is all about what we can do to stop from this from happening even further, but do you feel like the players would be justified to uh, file a civil suit against Reggie Bush, Pete Carroll, and the Asian because now their records are basically tarnished in college football. Their whole experience is tarnished in college football. And I know it's not a criminal act, but people have sued for even less worse things before. Do you feel like they'd be justified in filing a civil suit against these guys for ruining their college experience? And if not, what needs to be done to stop this from happening even further? Because it's happening more and more now. And, uh, Royce, I'll okay. get your opinion first. Okay. Okay. Number one, to, to, to stop this from ever happening again is quit making it a rule and making it a law. See, the rules are always meant to gonna always be broken. But if you make it a law, then for these, whether it be the player or the agent to do this, then they're breaking the law. It's a criminal offense, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I say don't punish the school. 
punish the player. Uh, like like Reggie Bush called school that don't 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 punish the school. Like I said, the guys behind him, the guys that didn't do it. Well, well, you know, find Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush makes million dollars, make him pay. Right. But as long as it as long as it's a rule, they they they'll never be able to fix it. But if they make it a law, then that's a whole different story. People won't do it. But I understand that, but it's going to be even harder to make. I mean, the separation between uh, government and school has got to be pretty, pretty big because you can't make it a law if someone does this. But but it's got to be something. You know, I I just don't see it becoming an actual criminal offense or a law. You can make anything into a law. Civil action. Yeah. Well, you can make anything into a law. That's true. Uh, Seatbelt, driving, you know, you can make anything into a law. You know what I mean? And like I said, if it's, uh, uh, you know, if it's that, like I said, don't, but I hate the schools are being punished. They should punish the player or the agent. If they found guilty, then they need to pay it financially or pay it by doing time. So, now you brought, up a good point. You, you brought up a good so point once before about how if these guys were getting, play, getting paid, then maybe this would oh, be Oh, yeah, and if you paid them, you wouldn't have that. You could, and it don't have to be by your talent. It could be raised on the, Freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, it's a set amount, you know, every player gets. Nobody gets no more than the other thing, you know what I mean? Because they do make millions for the school, and they are, like, working for the school. If you think about it, their whole life is playing football for the school, so it's like you're working for them anyway. You know, you, you generate money, and you know, that's what workers do. They generate money for the company. So they generate money for the school, and then that would cut out some of it too, but... Uh, it, the, the, just the rules. Rules are always going to be broken. I don't care. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, right. I think you know rules are going to be broken, and I think that's a pretty good idea if they were to make that a law. I just think the government is going. To, you know, they got so many other things to think about. They probably right. wouldn't do it. Right, but, right. I you know, I, I agree. I agree. You know, that would be a good idea. But when you okay. think about it, would it be? Would they be justified? to file a civil suit, yes, they would, you know, because yeah. their names are tarnished and the school is tarnished. But do I think they would do it? No. Being a no, player, no, they're going to be out no, there and no. they're going to say, man, don't nobody care what, you know, now it, right. so what, he got caught. Don't nobody care about that. We still had to step yeah. on the field. We laced our shoes up and we put our pads on just like everybody else. And we right. went out there and we played football. If y'all was better than us, beat us. You know, it really doesn't yeah. matter about all. It, it, it doesn't. Them players ain't gonna care about that. You what's might that, have one or that? two right. people that's 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 broke and didn't make it to the league or something, and they gonna you right. know try to write right. a book about it. Okay, but, but, take, but, take, but take into consideration that a lot of these guys uh, didn't make it to the NFL and won't have a chance to make it to the NFL. So all they have the the the, the peak of their uh, football careers is gonna be playing. Division One football for the USC Trojans. You see what I'm saying? So, so now they don't even have that anymore. When they, when they son a daughter goes, oh, they have that, right? Son, my dad's, my dad's working at USC. They won't be. No matter, you can't take that away no from them. They gonna have that they play college football, right? They gonna have that that they play college football. What's gonna think? That's a whole lot of them ain't gonna make the NFL anyway. You understand what I'm saying? I hate, I hate that they, but I can guarantee you, every player knows somebody that took money. I guarantee you that. I guarantee and, you, and, and, every player that's playing right now, that's right, knows somebody that's taking money. 
I guarantee you that. It, it, it would make it cool if they were to, to pay them, like you were saying, too, you know, based upon that grade or something like that, not necessarily right, performance. Right. But when you get right. down to it, they are paying them with that scholarship. You are getting a chance to better yourself no matter what you do, even if you don't make it to the NFL, which 90% of y'all ain't going to make it. You know, you can still tell me, I went to USC. That's on your resume. Right. Right, you know, right. so you still got a chance to get out there and better your situation, you know, no matter how you look at it. You know, it's going to be people that you met in college that's going to go off and do better right. than the next person and be able to hire you. It's all that kind of stuff. It's that self-discipline you learn at college. So they're right. getting paid. They're getting well, paid. It's a matter of take advantage of that. The way I look at it, the, the, scholarship, the education part, the scholarship ain't nothing because the school got that money anyway whether it's from a bowl game, whether it's from raising tuition fees, whether it's from whatever, the Nike sponsorship, you know what I mean? They got that money, so they really not costing, paying anything for the education. And these guys are not coming out being doctors. They're coming out with some kind of sports and gym teachers, you understand what I'm saying? It ain't like they're getting a yeah. master's degree in law, you know what I mean? So really, while well, I look yeah. at the education, really didn't cost the school anything. You know, what? what you, you go four years, you're a psychologist. Psychology, you know what I mean? Liberal arts. I mean, what is that? None of my doctors or lawyers. You know what right. I mean? But you know how, you know how college is, man. It's it's a matter right. of what you do, what you do when you right. go to college, what you get from right. it, and what you make of yourself. So they still, right. it's people that's got psychology degrees that are computer scientists. You know, you, you no. know it's it's. It's a matter of what you right. do out there. You know, I, right. I, you know, the schools do have that money. I agree with you. The schools have that yeah, they money. Got it. They don't they have got to give it, it to it. you. They don't have to give it to you. It's right. a bunch of people out there that want this same money. We're going to give you this education. Right. play for it. We'll right. take care of it. Mm. Right. Let me give y'all you know, some of the things I'm getting on Facebook. Anyway. Right. right. Let me some of the things I've gotten on Facebook. I had a good friend of the show, Devin Steele. Uh, young Steel, he he timed me. He says, he says, how in the world did Reggie Bush and Pete Carroll ruin a current or past player's experience? He said that's a bogus claim. And he said whoever's come out comes out trying to do that or sue anybody or hold them accountable is only out for the money. Uh, that's okay. one opinion. I got another opinion that says that that's just speculation. No NFL team or owner would ever hold anything that Reggie Bush did against any other teammate on the team. And I said, I think this stuff that I started with Bush, this type of stuff happens every day and has been happening before yeah. Bush and Carroll and, and will continue to happen. So so with that said, I mean, you, brought, you guys brought up a good point. I, like you said, they could do that, but in the same respect, same, same respect and same regard, players on that team knew Reggie Bush was getting money. They knew he was riding yeah, around in nice cars. They knew his mama and them was living in a big house they couldn't afford. The players knew that, but nobody said a word because they were winning games, and it was Reggie right, Bush. Right. Nobody, none of right, them right. Had, had stood up and said anything to anybody, including the coach. The right. coach knew it too. So I mean, right. so so he, I think that even if they do get paid, it'll still happen. I don't think that's going to stop anything. I think oh, someone no, no, no. you, you got to hit them. You got to hit them in the pocketbook some kind of way, whether it be the uh, agent, whether it be the player while he's in the NFL. Whether it be the coach, who makes extremely, the coach gets paid more than anybody in the athletic program. Right. You, you can hit his pockets. Somebody is going to get paid for it. They they're going to get paid for it, and they're going to try to. But it's going to be those those certain people that 
haven't um, made anything of themselves, or it's going to be the certain people that did something, and now they just kind of on the low end now. It's going to be somebody that's after that money. You know, that's, that's, that's the problem. And it's going to be um, some people that's going to have too much pride, you know, even though they need the money, not to go out and do something like that because of the relationships that they built with everybody on that team. You know, would they be justified? Sure, they would be justified. I just don't think they would do it. But they can go ahead and make it a law. It don't matter if people are going to break that, too. Right, right. right. No, no matter what you say, everybody has a price. I mean, you know, uh, uh, sooner or later, you know, even if you made it a law, somebody offer you something more than you could ever dream of, and you'll take it. You know what I mean? Everybody got a price. Right. You know, I, I had the price. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. But, uh, I thought it was really interesting. I got another email that just came in, and someone is saying that it sounds like a great idea in principle, but it would open up the door for all kind of lawsuits. He brings up SMU. He brings up uh, other players. He said, "Why?" He said, "If that happens, what will prevent a guy from suing a star player that got hurt and, and ended up costing them a season, or someone actually, you know, not playing because they know they're going to the NFL or having surgery?" During the season, so he brings up all that too. That open up the door for all kinds of frivolous lawsuits, you know. So that's a good point there too. But I thought I'd bring yeah, that up because it's a lot of it going on the news, and I didn't know this, but some of these states, there's laws uh, that are on the state law that a school could actually sue an agent for pursuing a guy while he's in college. And I don't know why they don't do that. I, I don't understand that. Why not? Why not? Instead of talking about making it wide open for agents to contact these players all the time, why not go after somebody to the full extent of the law? And I guarantee you, if you go after them with the law, they'll stop doing it. Yeah, go after true. the agents. The agents are the ones with the bread. If you want to do it, go after them. You know, because the kid, would you take the money? Yeah, I'm a grown-ass man, and I would take the money too right now. Right. You know, sure. the agents, if you're going to do it, go to the go to the agents and do it. The schools ain't going to be able to, to control all of that kind of stuff. These are kids, man. These are 18, 19, 20-year-old kids that are making these decisions. $30,000, right. you know, and, and it goes just, just like in elementary school. Your kid at school, you wanted them protected. You understand? That's from outside people, outside influence. Am I right? That same right. thing uh, should apply to college. You know what I mean? They come to your house. They ask to take your kid away for four years. They're going to take care of them. They're under their care. They should protect them. You know what I mean? Same way if you, you send your kid to school, uh, elementary school, they, they should be protected from our, some of this outside stuff. And like I said, some of these coaches got to take more responsibilities. Everybody knows somebody that's done it. You're not going to stop it, like I say, but you have to punish. Go out to the people that get caught. And if you want to talk about Reggie Bush, you know how I many other players and caught the team suspension? SMU got the worst one I've seen in my life. You know, they mm-hmm. got the death penalty, you know. And uh, man, they still got up out of that, how No, they still no. got up out of that, man. They still, no one, they, think about the players that played at SMU. Uh, from, yeah. you know, think about some of the players that played in the early days of SMU. They've never overcome that penalty. Right. The school ain't never overcame that penalty because, you know, uh, Eric Dickinson and Reggie Duquart and all them, they went out and kind of did whatever it was they needed to do and made them a little money. But once they got busted like that, you know, ain't nobody going to SMU. They're going to SMU, you know, to to, to get an education. 
They don't, right. they, man, they, they probably a bunch of walk-ons or something up there. Yeah, they are. Okay, right now, I'm going to give you an example. Look at Byron Ansbard went to Texas Tech on the scholarship. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even going to Clay. He wasn't even in row. Yeah. And he played football. Do you yeah, Byron Ansbard, he, he was a DeSoto graduate. Uh, he won right. the Doak Walker Award, ended up in the NFL with the uh, Atlanta Falcons on their Super Bowl run the year, running back kicks. He even played with Tampa the year they went to the Super Bowl. And he came out of Texas Tech, Doak Walker Award winner, uh, high draft pick, and he had a a, a zero grade point average. Right. A zero right. grade point average. Was right. he doing it like that? Zero yeah. grade point average. Right. He wasn't even going to class. I mean, he wasn't even taking classes. He played football. So tell me if you're not working for the school. That's a perfect example of of a, of you just a money making machine. They go get the top athletes in the country, right? Recruiters, they go out, they go all over the country, get the best athletes. You know what I mean? They go sit in the home. No. They sit down with the that, parents, that, you know that's, I mean? that's on That's on Byron. That's on him. Right. You know, right. yeah, they was using him, but they gonna, I'm going to use you if you let me. That's the, that's the attitude right. they was taking. Right. But he could have been enrolled in a ton of classes down there. He could have been taking 27, 30 hours if he wanted to. He could have been doing whatever he wanted to do. It was a matter of what he wanted to do. He took the easy way. Yeah. You know, signing day in college, high school football is a big deal, man. That's a that's a business. Tell me, that's not a business. We see these man, guys signing letters and recruitment. That's a business. Keep it conducted like a business. Yeah, you're right about that. Well, that that was good. I wanted to touch on that because we got a lot of feedback from that. If you guys still have your opinions on that, you're more than welcome to email the show at rsportsradio at gmail dot com or, or go to the show page at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. You can uh, connect on our Twitter and connect on the Facebook and get the Facebook question uh, from us, too. Now, before we get into picks, guys, I want to update everybody on a couple of new developments in the uh, NFL. Uh, They did say that Aaron Rodgers did practice today, uh, but it's still kind of up in the air whether he's going to play or not. Uh, Darrell Revis had had said originally he wasn't going to play against the uh, Broncos, but apparently he... Uh, he did. He is going to make the trip. Him and Pace is going to make the trip, uh, and Colt McCoy is going to get his first start against the uh, wow. his first start for the Browns against we'll the Steelers. And uh, Ben Roethlisberger, of course, is coming back now. And uh, you, of course, you have um, Jay Cutler is supposed is supposed to play this next game. He's supposed to come back as well too. Uh, so we got everybody kind of coming back. Some of the new developments. One thing yeah, I want to get you guys' opinion on before we pick is uh, this Brett Favre deal, because we don't know if Favre is going to play as of right now. He came out and said he may be willing to miss one to two games because uh, of the tendonitis and the elbow. If he saw the Monday night game, he favored the elbow a lot, couldn't throw the deep ball to Randy when Randy had the guy beat. Uh, so he don't know if he's talking about sitting out one or two games. And and and, I, and the reason I bring this up, because to me this, 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 this right here stinks to me. I, I, it stinks. It stinks really to me because all of a sudden you have these allegations coming out about him and his sexual harassment with the supporter. Okay, you got the lead talking about well, if he did it, we have to suspend him. We have to suspend him. Okay, to me it's the whole Michael Jordan thing all over again. When Jordan set out that whole year of basketball to go play baseball, you know people talked about well, maybe the league wanted to sit out. 
you know, in, in a lightweight manner uh, on his own because of the gambling thing. He was gambling on sports, gambling on whatever. That never came out. We never learned about that. And I think this kind of stinks because now you have him, you know, he, he, he's he got these voicemails. He's got text messages. He's got pictures that he sent. You know, they got all this evidence already. They've been having it for a while. And now all of a sudden this guy has never missed a start, has played with his, he's played the day after his dad died. He's played with all kinds of worse injuries and tendonitis, bad ankles, bad foot, bad feet, whatever. And now all of a sudden he's talking about missing one or two games for tendonitis in his elbow. Tendonitis is not going to go away. It's not treatable. It's not going to be any different two weeks from now. I mean, right. this is really an injury. This nigga is some kind of some kind of little like, okay, Brett, just go ahead and call the injury. But long as you miss these one or two games, we're, we're going to let this thing slide. Right, right. I got two things to say that. You know, the NFL does love Brett Farr. You know, if you think about it, he's, he's got the records, you know what I mean? They like that it's big for football. And on the other hand, if I had to go on to my wife after being accused of that, my arm would be hurting too. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think it's no NFL, you know, kind of getting into the matter. I do, you know, understand the analogy, you know, especially with that situation, Michael Jordan, but I don't, I don't think that's, that's the situation here. I mean, when you think about it, I, I do think he's nasty. But what did he actually do wrong? You know, I mean, he well, I mean, it, was, it wasn't but... a matter of what it wasn't a matter of a criminal deal, you know. But but right. we, brought up the point, we brought up the point on Tuesday how Roethlisberger was suspended six games, got reduced to four, and he wasn't charged anything criminal anyway. He all he did was holler at a girl at the club. They went to the bathroom. She promised her something. He didn't get it. She didn't like the way he asked, and he, she was basically sexually harassed. You know, same way that this lady was supposedly sexually harassed as well. He got suspended six games. This wasn't even in the confines of the uh, of an NFL building like it was with the Jets. This wasn't even around the NFL Man, the time or during the NFL that, that, season. This nah, was totally out of, out, of country, out of somewhere uh -huh. else. But, but that this was the situation was a whole lot different. His was more similar to to, uh, you know, maybe like a Kobe situation. Now, Kobe probably went on and admitted what happened and went through with it or whatever the case, but Roethlisberger know he did something off in there. Whatever it was, I mean, he, he was drunk, and he was he got caught up in one of them situations, and old girl said no, or she might have went on and, you know, started the situation, didn't try to stop the son, you know. But if it, but if it was a really forceful situation, though, Rick, it would have been a criminal offense. It would have been a criminal thing, but it, there was no criminal charge ever It's a couple things that could have happened there. Then, you know, nobody, I don't remember them saying that it was penetration involved or this, that, and the other. You know, I don't remember them saying that. You know, and even if that did happen, you know, she could have changed her tune on it. Some of her friends could have told her she was stupid, you know what I'm saying, stop acting like that. You know, or whatever the case, anything could have happened. We know something went on in that room. We know something went on in there. You know, come on, let's not, let's, not kid our, let's not kid ourselves. Now, Brett Farr, again, you're taking right. pictures of yourself and you send it to the girl. You're nasty, man. That's all that is, you know. But well, I can and understand that. And the difference is one, one was actually physical touching, and the other one was Brett Farr was trying to get some. 
So it's a big, yeah. it's a big difference. Yeah, you know what I mean. He was flirting. I, you can call it flirting. You know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, who, who doesn't flirt? But, but Rottenberger was more physical. And like I say, but, but, but keep in mind, time. but keep in mind, keep in mind that this happened in the NFL during the season in the NFL building to between two NFL quote unquote employees because I mean sexual harassment is a, is a huge offense in any workplace. If you go to work right. and you make an advance towards somebody that sends somebody a picture, you're gonna get fired. Period. Point blanket. Period. You're gonna get fired. And the NFL's got to treat this with kid gloves because. You got the whole incident with the New York Jets reporter early in the season. You got a lot of female reporters that go into these locker rooms that work in the NFL. So they've got to discipline Brett in some kind of manner. they got to do that. I, and, and, they, and I agree with that on, that on GP or the NFL. You know, I agree with that. You know, give him. Hello? Yeah, I'm hello? <laughs> Someone has to read that button on their phone. <laughs> I agree with that. You know, discipline on GP or the NFL, you know, we got to do something. We got, we have to do that. You know, suspend a boy for a game or whatever the case was. You know, Roethlisberger, you know, that was a different situation. That's why he should have got more games. But then, come on, that sexual harassment thing, man, that's a very, very touchy situation. Some of that stuff is warranted and some of it ain't. You're looking at a person he, like, he like Brett, you're looking at a person like Brett Favre. I mean, he's out there. He's making millions of dollars and all this. You know, women know how to throw themselves at him and coach right, him into right, doing right, that. Right, right, You know, that's, that's, that's what I heard on the beat today. She did yeah. keep these pictures and voicemails for two years. I mean, she yeah, did keep them for two years. Yeah, two years. And, and let me ask you, why she just didn't text him back and say, I'm not interested? You know what I mean? That's all it took. You don't know what she sent back to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We just got right. one side. He, he deleted his. He, to, he deleted his. Promise you that. Right. Right. All she had to do was say, well, I'm not, I don't like the way you're posting. I'm not interested. Or leave me alone. You know, what, you know what I mean? But we don't know what she said back to him. So my judgment is reserved. Like I said, that's between Brett Farr and his wife. He's the one got to go home. He has daughters. He has grandkids. You know what I mean? That's between them. Uh, and like I said, why would she keep them two years? And the ladies on the view were talking about this today. They said, why would a woman keep stuff like that for two years? You know what I mean? If she wasn't up to something. Yeah, you know and I, I mean? agree. Why did she just delete I agree, too. I agree. Right? Why'd she just I, just thought, I just thought it was kind of interesting that this guy has started all these games in the field, never missed a game no matter what the right. ailment, and the man, injury, or the circumstance. And now you now you talking about ten to nine and say you gonna you, you you say you you'd be willing to sit one or two games. I just found it where, interesting where it now. Stinks. Now where it he's doing is this. Just like you said, he's talking about ten tinnitus and blah 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 blah. Man, they are one and three. Yeah. They are one and three out there, just like us. And right. they don't want to be in the same situation. And Brett Favre is going to come out there and he's going to come out there fine. And everybody's going to be talking right. about if he have a good game. Oh, Brett did it. Brett did it in the a, in a midst of a, a terrible situation. You know, he's right. going through all right. kinds of trials. You know, right. man, nobody right. want to hear that. Brett going to play. Yeah, and, and he may be hurt. We don't know that. He may be hurt. And, and, and he know. may be hurt, but he's still No, he's hurt. hurt. He's hurt. There ain't no doubt about it. He's right. hurt. So, he's hurt. There ain't no right. doubt about it. He's hurt more you know, he, than he, he, the night. Right, he took a beating the other night in the game. I mean, he yeah, was pounded, man. The whole first half, they had what fifty-two total yards. I mean, mm-hmm. he was, he was. They got to him all night, man. 
You know, yeah, I think, I think a lot of that to start and then come out. I think of the a lot first of it was mental. Just, just keep it straight going. Yeah, I think a lot right. of it was mental going into Jets Stadium. I to talk about what happened when he was at the Jets, looking around, seeing all that. I think I think a lot of that was mental too, especially that first half. I think oh, was, yeah. I think a lot of it was mental too. But without further ado, right, let's definitely get to a couple of these. Uh, let's go down these picks real quick because we do got to break down. This Dallas Minnesota game. This is a huge game for both teams, so we got to break that game down. Uh, let's start off with a couple of picks. You guys don't know this our world famous pick show. We all got some redemption on our minds today. We got to redeem ourselves. I won't be picking so, Dallas. So guys, I want I want you guys to pick with your heart. Okay, don't pick with your brain. Pick with your heart because you're gonna you're gonna need some uh, heart in these picks. You're gonna need some uh, heart in these picks. So let's start off with the early games. We got Seattle going to Chicago, Soldier Field, to play the Bears. Um, and it says, me and you tied, Rick, and Royce, you were last on total pole this time. I'm going to go ahead and give you the chance to pick first. So who you like? You well, like the Seahawks? The, the, like the, Bears, the, Bears. The, the Bears at home, I got to go with the Bears, man. I mean, so the, the Bears going to go 5-1. I got to go with the Bears. Yes, sir. Rick, who you like in this game? You like the Bears, too? I, I I can't disagree with him. If Cutler, if Cutler plays, Barrett's go five and one, man. You know, I don't, I don't think Seahawks can go in there and do anything to them. Yeah, I'm going with the Bears too because I think you know if Cutler plays, it'll be even better. If Cutler doesn't play, they can still win. From what I saw last week, so I'm going with the Bears across the board on that one. Uh, we got Miami going to uh, Lambeau Field to play the Packers, and we still don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to play this game. You know, so let's just assume that however you want to pick it, whether he plays or doesn't play. Uh, but Miami, coming off a uh, bye week, they're ready to get the ball rolling again. So, Royce, are you picking, are you picking the Dolphins or are you picking the Packers? If Rogers plays, i got to go with Green Bay. I can't see them losing back-to-back. And uh, if he doesn't play Miami, you know, that's Miami team is kind of kind of weird. <laughs> well, uh, I, I got to go with Green Bay. Uh, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers plays, I got to go with Green Bay. You know I what? I think you. I think even if Aaron Rodgers plays this game, I mean, it, it, I, I don't know. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has a concussion for a reason. I mean, the offensive line has been getting them killed all season. You know, they don't really have a, a established running game uh, that's not helping them open up the pass down the field. And, and again, the tight end goes down. He, he's out. Uh, so, oh, they so got I, three I players hurt. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they got yeah. you know Clay Matthews went hurt last Sunday. Uh, they're missing a the tight end. Uh, Gresham, he's out. So I, I think I'm gonna have to give a nod to the Dolphins. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins on this pick. Is, is Clay Matthews my plan? No, yeah, no, he, he's scheduled to that. play. He's still scheduled to play, but right. he did go out oh, with okay, him last week. Clay Matthews playing, um, um, Charles Woodson playing, you know, and they had Lambeau. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with, uh, with Green Bay. Green Bay, okay. Okay, right now, are you making tracking this? Yeah, I'm tracking it out. I'm going with the Dolphins. <laughs> Rick, I'm going with the Dolphins. Rick and I have three, uh, three for three already. All right, let's go. I'm going with the Dolphins <laughs> on this one. <laughs> 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 Now we got the San Diego Chargers coming off a loss uh, oh. to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, and, of course, they were on the road that game. They go back on the road again 
the Edward Jones known to play the St. Louis Rams. Uh, the Rams, after coming off getting beat 44-6, to they don't have Mark Clayton. He's gone for the season. I don't know who Sam Bradford's going to throw it to. Uh, uh, of course, um, uh, Stephen Jackson's been nursing a groin injury for the last couple of games, but he's still been performing, still been doing pretty good. Uh, Royce, you like the Rams at home to bounce back from a 44-6 to loss? Or do you like San Diego to bounce back from a game where really Phillip Rivers had almost the game of his life over 400 yards passing, but they still lose the game? I don't like neither one of these teams. To be honest with you, I, I, San Diego, I don't know. God knows. Uh, I heard a guy say that uh, Tony Romo looked like he, he did good for a while, and then he looked like he was shot with a stun gun. I said the same about Philly Rivers. He might have threw for 500 yards, but he threw a couple of interceptions too. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go. San Diego is a better team than what they play. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't look for them to lose. Too much. No, I'm turning the asses on the line. Excuse my expression, but uh, I, I I think San Diego pulled this one out. Yeah, I like the Chargers yeah. too because I think the Chargers, I think they were embarrassed against the Raiders because they had that game won well before right. the fourth quarter, and I think uh, they had the, the the special teams. I don't know what happened to special teams. Right. They get those punts blocked. They scored. They fumbled the ball. I mean, it was just like the perfect storm for the Raiders. So I think the Chargers bounce back, and they bounce back strong against the Rams. Rick, who you like in this game? Yeah, I'm going with the Chargers, too. You know, I mean, this is the game for them to win. They need to win one, you know. So yeah. uh, they finally decided to go ahead and get rid of Sean Merriman. who's probably a cancer in the locker room. So right, right. Play. You know, so yeah. I, I think the Chargers will go ahead and, and pull this one out. Um, St. Louis is going to be a little light on this one. Mm. Well, we are picking the Chargers to beat the St. Louis Rams, so you guys can mark that as a lock. Uh, we've got and they next keep up away from their players. Oh no! Next up, we got the we got the Baltimore Ravens going on the road to Gillette State and play the Patriots. Patriots got a home game. This will be their first time to really see the Patriots without Randy Moss. They did bring in Deion Branch. Um, so we'll see what happens on the offensive side of the ball. Baltimore Ravens still rolling, still looking good. One of the top teams in the AFC going against another top team in the AFC. And I'm going to say this out front. Now, people think that I really have a bias against the Patriots, but I'm just telling you right now, they made a huge mistake letting Randy Moss go, and I think they're going to pay for it. They forfeited the offense for this season to get all those draft picks next season, and I think we're going to see that happen against this game because these other guys are not going to be open like they were with Randy Moss on, on the field. I know he didn't make a catch the last game as a Patriot, and they still put up over 40 points, but there's a reason for that. I mean, these guys are open because Randy Moss was on the field, so I'm picking the Ravens to win this game. The New England defense is not that good. Baltimore defense is great, so I'm going with the, the Ravens to beat the Patriots. Rick, who you like this game? Well, I, I have a bias against the Patriots, but – you know, I I wouldn't just – I would not pick them. You know, that's not one of those games where I just have to use my heart, really, you know. But, you know, I'm still going to have to go with Baltimore on this one. You know, I think they – they that machine is still going to move. That machine was moving before Randy Moss even got there. 
you know. But when you look at it, how they're able to put up 40 points like that, that's because two and three people is over there with Randy Moss and these other cats are open. How come Randy right. Moss ain't scoring no touchdowns? That's because two right. and three people is over there on him. They throwing it to everybody else. I mean, it goes hand in hand. You know what? Right. The Ravens is going to be too much for them. They're going to be able to shut that down. Mm. Well, so you like this game. Well, just like the Cowboys make a huge mistake in giving away T.O., <laughs> did you yeah. don't use that as an example. That was, you know, and they end up losing. <laughs> I'm going to give it to the Ravens because I got to resort to something God told me a long time ago, the defense win championships, and I got to give a better defense to the Ravens. I think yeah. – uh, I, I, I think uh, even though uh, I think they are going to miss Randy Moss, but I think the Baltimore is just a better defense than uh, anybody else in the league right now. So now, you, now, you, now, you're pretty big on this Deion Branch. You like Deion Branch coming back to the Patriots. Oh, I, I, listen, Deion Branch is, is no punk, Rodney. I know you have uh, your doubts about it, but uh, he can he can open up the, the offense. He can spread uh Spread out the defense. I mean, he's he's a respectable receiver. You got to respect his, you know, because the man has hands. So, uh, I, I, you know, they lose a little bit. They lose a, you know, randomized type player, but they they don't lose a whole lot. Trust me, Deion Branch is an MVP. You know, the man can still catch. Well, like he's I told you before, he's a better he's a better route runner than Randy Moss. Okay, but well, yeah, if I was the Patriots, I would like earlier. I would like him coming back if I was the Patriots. But right. you know, he's just he's just there. He's a, he's neither here nor there, man. He's just out there. He's it's, he's another receiver out there, and right. it's good he's for the player. Patriots to have him back because he right. already knows the system. That's right. really it. That boy ain't no threat, man. They yeah, shut him down. Knows, easy. You think he's a better route runner than Randy Moss? No, I'm not really. Not really. I know he knows the system better than Randy Moss. You know, I mean, the boy won some Super Bowls in that system. You know, he knows that. But he's nowhere close to any part of the receiver that Randy Moss is. Only thing he might, only advantage he might have is that him and Tom Brady might be more connected or something. Well, I said, they lose something, but they don't lose everything. They lose something with Randy Moss, but they don't all lose. All I gotta say, all I gotta say, you keep you keep doing this. That he was the MVP in my face, but so was Larry Brown. Larry Brown was the MVP too. So and, I mean, that MVP the MVP of one and, game don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. He's That's a all I gotta say. MVP of one game don't mean nothing. He's a successful sportscaster because he was the MVP. Had he not been MVP, you think he'd been in broadcast booths like now? I mean, I understand what you're saying, uh, but that's, that's, we're talking about on the field. We ain't talking about off the field. Man, okay. for real. Dexter, that, what Dexter Jackson doing? He was an MVP, too. Thank you. Thank you. And listen, they, don't, they don't get it. They, 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 See, they, they y'all don't even know who Dexter Jackson is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 Am I right? right, on. right. That game, right. That's oh, yeah. Out. It ain't yeah, right. It's for that day. It ain't for your whole every game you play. It's for that game. Right? And, and Dion Branch be the got best his. player for the day. Yeah, you can't be the best player that day. 
They come, they got a young defense, they got a young quarterback. He's out there playing. He ain't playing scared. I, I like the Bucks at home. I'm going to have to go with the Bucks in this one. Well, you know what? If, if 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 the Cowboys can beat the Saints, Tampa Bay can beat the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys broke their winning record last year. They were defeated. And Dallas didn't beat them. I think Tampa Bay can beat them. <laughs> you feel them. Alright, so we got the uh, we got the Detroit Lions going into New York, uh the new Meadowlands to play the Giants. Detroit coming out for big uh forty four point performance. Sean Hill had the game of his life. Yeah, Dominican Sue was, was sacking and, and picking up uh interceptions, all kind of stuff out there, mayhem out there against the Rams. The Giants are coming off a a win against the Texans. I mean they they got everything, looks like they're rolling right along. Uh, Giants defense is looking really, really good. So who you guys picking this game? Rick, who you picking against the, the Lions and the uh, Giants in New York? Man, I would, I would, I would love for the Giants, no, the uh, Lions to go in there and whoop up on them. I just don't think they're gonna be able to do it. You uh, think forty-four really points was a fluke? I think the Giants is gonna gonna win that game. Man. Do you think that forty-four points was a fluke? Um, no, nah, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a fluke. I mean, that you know, it, it, it happens. It happens, and they, you know, they was overdue. They needed to do something good. You know, it's, you know, they they played over their heads for a minute. I don't think it was, I wouldn't say that it was a fluke, you know. I don't think they're going to be able to go in there and do that against the Giants. But I wouldn't say it's a fluke because they got, you know, a couple of good defensive players, and they have one of the best receivers in the league. At some point, it's got to click. Yeah, it's got to click. Yeah, sure. That's true. It's got to close. They they have been close this season a few times too. So you're right. I think with this game, I gotta let uh, I gotta let my, my 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 brain work work for me on this one. I got I even though I love for the Detroit Lions to win and, and make this NFC East a little bit closer, but I think the Giants are gonna win, especially at home against against Detroit. Royce, who are you picking? Yeah, I'm not going to hear this, but. Right now, the Giants are the best team in the NFC East. And when they're on, they're, they're the best team in the NFC East. I got to go with the Giants. I know y'all don't want to hear that, but it's a fact. Mm. And why Why we don't want to hear it, Roy? Because y'all in the East. <laughs> <laughs> That's why y'all don't hear it. But it's the truth. I mean, you know, somebody yeah, got to hear y'all. Somebody got to tell y'all. Whatever. Are the Giants not the best team in the NFC East other than Philadelphia? No, the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC East. Oh, the records don't show that, Rick. Hey, it's just like you said earlier. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sometimes the best player don't win. Sometimes the best team either. Sometimes the best team don't win. Real talk. Yeah. All right. Then we got the okay. uh, speaking of the NFC East, we got the Falcons uh, going to Lincoln Financial to play the Philadelphia Eagles at home. Apparently, I guess Kevin Cobb is going to start this game. He played, he played really efficiently against uh, the 49ers. It was, was a close game. It really wasn't that close. Uh, LaShawn McCoy is, is doing his thing. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, who do you guys like this game? I'm going with the Falcons, you know, because I like what the Falcons are doing. I think they are a better team, um, and I think and I, and I need them to beat the Eagles at the same time too. So I'm going with the Falcons. I'm going with well, the Falcons too. 
And that's not with and that's not with my heart. Let me clear that up. But I'm going with the Falcons. I think the Falcons will be a better team on Sunday. Well, see you like. Well, I don't know which Falcon team gonna show up. That's the question. Which Falcon team gonna show up? And I'm telling you something, Philadelphia is riding on a high. Right now, I look for Kevin Carr to keep doing what he's doing. And uh, I think on paper, Atlanta's for the win. I'm going to go with Atlanta. And then we got the Cleveland Browns going to Pittsburgh. Cole McCoy's making his start. Roethlisberger is making his first start of the NFL season. And I don't know if I can pick this game from everybody, but the Steelers are going to kill the Browns. They're going to kill the Browns at home. Ben Roethlisberger's oh, first game back, the defense is going to be churning. They're going to blitz Cole McCoy so bad, he's going to wish he was still at Texas, I'm telling you. He's going to wish he welcome was still Welcome to the at NFL Texas. rookie. It's going to be welcome to the NFL rookie. It's going to be a welcome to the NFL party in the right. backfield, I guarantee you. So I'm picking right. Steelers this game. Royce, see you like this game. Still a defense. Man, they're going to crucify it. I don't look for him to finish the game. <laughs> I, really oh. don't. <laughs> I don't look for him with the Pittsburgh defense. Oh, man. Problem I hit that boy. It's over with. I mean, it's a man. You come before you get your first NFL start after you didn't watch your Pittsburgh two quarterbacks Steelers. in front of you get, get hammered, and you get your first quarterback start against, against the Steelers. The best defense in the league. My goodness. I, w- I wish him well, man. I I, I really yeah. do. I wish I wish yeah. good things for Cole McCoy. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, Pittsburgh is a machine. Pittsburgh is a machine, much like you know that Patriots offense. You know right. Pittsburgh is a simple machine. That's a period. Yeah. They go they right. go forward. They stop you on defense. Right. All they need right. is just a little bit. They play field position football. And it goes right. on. It goes on without being Roethlisberger. This is the right. perfect time for being Roethlisberger to come back. This is an extended right. practice for him. Right. Yeah, it That's is. Right. It is. Yeah, right. So right. we all like the Steelers to kill the Browns, and we got best of couple before going to make it through the whole game or not. You know, and Ben don't even have to throw. Ben don't even have to throw for three or four hundred yards for him to win. All he got to yeah, do is throw one hundred fifty-seven yards. And they're still this winning. extended you know, practice, man. man. He gonna, right, right, he gonna look know. like he's out there. He, he gonna look like he's out there with the red jersey because ain't right, nobody right. gonna sack him. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm telling you, man. It's, please, Cleveland, come on. Man. <laughs> so okay. then we got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, coming out their first loss of the season against the Colts. They didn't even score an offensive touchdown that game. They're going up against Houston, a team that needs to redeem themselves. Get back on the winning track. They've lost what two in a row now. Well, one uh, game against the Giants. The Houston Texans will be at home. They just lost at home to the Giants. Um, I'm, get, I'm going to give the nod to the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs in this game. The Texans. I, I want to go with them, but man, after seeing what they did against uh, against uh, New York, and then seeing they almost they barely almost lost against the Raiders. I'm going with the Chiefs and the Chiefs defense, man. Mm, wow. I, 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 I can't do that. Um, I think the Chiefs was playing over their head, and they've been brought back to reality. You know, mm. with that loss, you know, man, y'all stop that. Cut that out. Y'all chill out over there. You know, they're going to be back to the same old Chiefs. You know, they might win more games this year. Now, the question is, is Andre Johnson playing? 
Right. You know, if he, he's up there, it's questionable right now. But like I say, even if he does play, he's not going to be a hundred percent. Well, if if he does play, even if he's not a hundred percent, the Texans is going to win that game. I'm going with the Texans. Russ, who you picking? I, 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 Houston. Well, last week, Kansas City were exposed by the by the Giants, and and the Houston plays like the Giants on defense. I look for Houston. They're actually a better team than what they are. You know what I mean? I know they lost some games, but they also beat some good teams. I I look for Houston to win this when they're playing at home, too, mm-hmm. with or without Andre Johnson, simply because you got to look at the quarterback, the way they performed last week. I, I got to give Houston the nod, and I think, like mm-hmm. I said, they played like this. They were, Kansas City was exposed last week, mm-hmm. you know. So I think uh, Houston – do the same. The Quebec's a pretty good coach. I think he watched the films last week of what they happened to him. Y'all forget, I think the, 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 y'all forget Kansas City held Peyton Manning to no touchdowns last week. Y'all forget I mean, that. I understand Y'all forget that. that. They held him to no touchdowns last week. I don't know. In, in Indianapolis. Peyton was off. Yeah, yeah, but at the end, the, the last drive, who won the game? The coach won the game. Okay. Coach On who drive? On whose drive? On Peyton, but Peyton never scored, though. That was a running he, play. They he, ran that ball he, in. He, he, Mike Hart ran that he ball in. He did the same thing. He, 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 he didn't run the whole field. Right. No, no, no. He, he didn't run the whole field. Thing. Right. He used to get right. do the same thing. They can drive that ball down the field. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I like the okay, Chiefs. We'll it's going to be okay. my winner here. Okay. Then we got the uh, right. Oakland Raiders going to going against the 49ers. The 49ers are 0-5. Um, they're going against the Raiders team coming up a high. Of beating um, beating the Chargers, and this is almost like a home game for both teams. They're just right across the bay from each other. They're playing in San Francisco at Candlestick Park. Uh, Rick, who you picking this game? Man, I'm, I'm so tired. Of, start. I'm so tired of going with the 49ers, you know. But I just, you know, again, I don't think the Raiders are good. You know, I don't think the 49ers are good either. This is a rivalry for them, you know, and I think San Francisco will get up and get them one in. I'm going with the 49ers. Who else are you picking? I I think Alex Smith is not the answer for San Francisco. I don't think it's the entire team. Jason Campbell's going to start. He did come in last week and pull pull up that win. And Oakland's riding on the high. I saw Al Davis with a uh, new uh, suit on, wearing the same suit. They got a new attitude. I, I got to go with Oakland. This is my upset pick of the week. Yeah, I'm going with Oakland too, man. I think I think they go on six. San Francisco Fortnite go on six, and we'll see a, a interim coach uh, by the time they hit their bye week. So I think I think I'm going going to have to go with the Raiders on this one. Then we got the Colts. I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, Jets going to um, Denver to play your Broncos, Royce, and Besco Field. Denver putting up some good offensive numbers, although it's not translating into wins. I think the Jets, Jets defense will kind of slow that down a little bit, even if Revis doesn't make the trip or doesn't get a chance to play. Although they say he will go, they don't know if he's going to play. So I'm going to have to go with the Jets uh, to beat the Broncos. Royce, who you picking? Well, uh, okay. You know, Kyle Harden couldn't get it done in Chicago. I don't think he can get it done in Denver. 
And I know he put up big numbers, but he's still kind of hard. <laughs> Any way you look at it, I think they, they, uh, Denver's not quite ready yet. So I'm going to have to go against Denver this week. I, I got to go with the Jets because Jets are playing. I mean, they got a complete team, man. I mean, yeah. it was pouring down rain and other night, and they, 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 they passed the ball with no problem. Mm-hmm. Imagine what they can do, you know, on a nice day. So I, I, and the way they playing, I got to get to this. I got to get to this. Rick, who you picking this game? I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Jets too, man. I mean, I have to say, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. You know, I like oh. what they're doing. Up, I, I like what they're doing up there. You know, I'm just drinking the Kool Aid. You know what I'm saying? You know, different flavors of Kool Aid, but they're not my Cavazier. You know what I'm saying? They're not my oh. Yak. My Yak is the boys. We Kool-Aid. already know what's going down. Just Kool Aid yeah. together. <laughs> I mean, for real, it's the it's the Cowboys is that 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 Don Perignon up there. You know, that's what's going on. Is that antidote for that Jerry Juice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you already know what it is. Now, but I'm gonna have to go with the I'm gonna have to go with the Jets on this one. You know, I you know I don't Cal Orton. I give him more credit than what other people do. I think he's a, a a good quarterback. I don't think he's you know best in the league. Don't get me wrong, you know, but I do think he's a serviceable quarterback. But I just think the Jets are gonna be better team than them. Right. So we all like the Jets across the board on that one. Right. Now we do these two next picks as a combo pick. That we can have a little more time to talk this uh, Dallas Minnesota game. So we got the uh, Colts going to the Redskins to play the Redskins, and we got the Tennessee Titans on Monday night going to Jacksonville uh, to play the Jaguars. And in this game, I'm gonna take the Colts to beat the Redskins because we need the Redskins to lose, and I still think they don't think they're a good team. And as far as Tennessee and Jacksonville goes, I'm gonna go with Jacksonville, man. I think I think they're gonna beat beat the Titans. Wow, Rick. Mm. I'm going with the uh, with the Colts, and I'm going with the Titans. We already know what it is with the Redskins. We don't even get into that situation, and they playing against the best quarterback in the league, arguably the best to ever lace them up. Yes, I did say that. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, the Titans. You know, I think the Titans are a better team than the Jaguars. Period. You know, Titans played played good against us. Vince Young got lucky with some of them uh, them them side on passes he was throwing out there, throwing it to receivers, and he wasn't even expecting to catch the ball. You know, and maybe they keep some of that magic going. And that's a division rivalry game too. Both of those teams need a win, especially with the Colts. Uh, you know, behind in the division, so they need they both need a win. Yeah, it's a must win for both of them. I, I, I got to go with the Colts on the first game. And on the second game, the reason I'm going to pick Tennessee is because of Jeff Fisher because he came in last week with a game plan. Now, if he have a game plan like he did for the Dallas Cowboys against the Jaguars, I mean, he focused on their weaknesses. But the only problem is I saw Vince Young throw up a lot of passes that probably could have been intercepted. He can't throw it, you know what I mean? When he played Dallas, a lot of he just lobbed it up in the air. They do have the receivers to go get him. And I got to get I got coaching wise, I got I got to put this back on coaching wise. Jeff Fisher, he he's gonna have him ready to play. And ten you got Chris Johnson in the backfield. He, I think he's gonna have a big day running the ball. And uh it's gonna be one of those scenarios where Vince Young don't have to throw up no big numbers. But I, I think Tennessee wins. I'm gonna get to Tennessee. 
Yeah. Okay, so I like the Jags, both of you guys like the Titans. So we're definitely see it's gonna be some separation in these picks. We could definitely tell that. Uh, now we'll discuss this Cowboy game real quick. We've got about 15 minutes left in the show. If you guys want to get in on Cowboy Talk, if you're listening live, the number is 323-927-2906. And get in on this Cowboy Talk. Now, Rick, now, now i got to talk to you for a second, man, because I already know how Royce is going to feel. I, I, I am so torn between this game, man. Number one, because it, it's like a no-win situation in this game. Okay, and I'm going to throw a couple of statistics at you real quick that you may not even know. Teams that end up 1-4 at the start of the season have a 5% chance of making it to the playoffs. Teams that start 2-3 uh, and um, three have a 21% chance of making the playoffs. Okay, so the numbers against against both teams. Both of these teams have a must-win. Both teams have a must-win, and they got so many similarities between the two teams. We look at some of the comparisons, okay? Take training camp, for instance. We all know how training camp was for the Cowboys. They're in different cities every week. They're training here. They're training there. They're playing extra uh, preseason games. They're taking it light in training camp. And that was evident by how they came out this, at the start of the first, first quarter of the season. Look at the training camp for the Vikings. Brett Favre didn't show up to late in training camp. They didn't have all their players, and that's been that's been evidence of showing what's happening to them starting out the season. Okay, then you got uh, the offensive weapons. Both of these guys got a, a great offensive uh, core. They got a good running back, Adrian Peterson, the three running backs that we have. They got good wide receivers, Randy Moss, Percy Harvin, uh, Shanko. Uh, we've got Jason Witten, Dez Bryant. Miles Austin, even Roy Williams are starting to come alive. So they got, they both got offensive weapons. Okay, both of them have been plagued with sloppy quarterback play, which can be attributed to the offensive line in both cases. Brett's getting killed. Romo's getting rushed. He's having to deliver the ball early. A case set up back in the pocket like he wants to. You got two defenses that were top defenses in the league last year, where they're not creating the turnovers like they created last year. Okay, you got both of them have expectations of being in the Super Bowl, playing in the Super Bowl this season. They put it all on the line with Brett Favre. They bring in Randy Moss. Jerry is putting pressure on Dallas because, hey, the Super Bowl is here. They got their pressure hanging over their head. And both QBs ended the game last week throwing a pick. Both of them ended the game throwing a pick on drives that they could have turned the game around. So I'm really torn between this game. And I want to get your thoughts to see – I mean, which way are you leaning with this game? Are you leaning with the boys? And if you are, please tell me why you're leaning towards them. Man, I, I'm not torn, you know, between this game at all, not for one bit, you know. You know, I always think, you know, the Cowboys, when they get on the field, that they could, they could win, period. But when you look at it, you know, with them being similar, you know, things of that nature, the stats and stuff that you that you were spitting out at the beginning – you know, we all know stats in every league change from season to season, you know. So none of that really matters to me. You know, so every time there's this has never happened, this is the first time this has happened, and this, this, that, I'll, I'm not worried about none of that kind of stuff, you know. Then the reason I say that is because the NFC, it's a lot of losses in the NFC. Anybody can make it, especially at this point in the season. Anybody can make it down there. You know, True. I'm going with the Cowboys, you know, because I think the Cowboys, you know, usually they play better when their backs are against the wall. 
I don't know why it's always like that, you know, because they're some drama queens. We all know that, but I don't know why it's always like that. And I think the Cowboys will be able to come out and, and, and do something. You know, if Brett's injury is messing with him like that, this is not really the defense to you, for you to be doing that against. And if to Lawrence Jackson not really getting any reps in practice and things of that nature, this is probably not the time for you to come out here and get some practice. It's not going to work like that. You know, I think Minnesota is in a worse situation than what the Cowboys are in. But I do think Minnesota have that one factor, just throwing up to Randy Moss if it's a problem. You know, the only thing is with the Cowboys, you got to get it off. You got to get it away, and we just might get there first. Now, now, Royce, you gave me an interesting stat about Randy Moss and the Cowboys. What was that stat again? Randy Moss is seven and zero against the Dallas Cowboys. That's his record. They have, they have never lost against Dallas. Mm. But anyway, that's so very true. Yeah. Well, let me, let me let me say this: If, if Brett Favre plays, I, I, I'm gonna tell you, I gotta get a nod to Minnesota. I'm gonna tell you why for two reasons. Uh, Dallas got exposed uh, on the corners. I don't know anybody on Dallas that can stick Randy Moss man for man. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two, they are playing in Minnesota, which is one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, every time Dallas and goes around. And it's Randy Moss's right. first home game right. back as a Vikings. Right, right. right. And, and it's going to be loud. It's going to be very loud. I think it's going to affect the Cowboys because we know y'all are the most penalized team. You know, you can't hit a call. You can't hit a snap count. You're going to get offside. You're going to get a, a false start. You know, I, I see all that. Unless they corrected that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, immediately, right. I don't see it corrected. It seems, and, uh, okay, and you have to look at the way, like I said, it's a big, it's a home game for Minnesota. Randy Moss back. The atmosphere is going to be loud. Got Brett Paul, he's got to prove himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I I hate to say it, and I did pick the Cowboys last week, which is, which is they lost. I, until they prove me different, I, I'm going with Minnesota. Simply but the fact is, if if you want to talk about stars on the team, Minnesota got them. I mean, mm. you know, they they can match our star for star power. Come on, Rick. Save me, man. Talk to me, man. Hey, I mean, hey, I can't, I can't, I can't argue. I can't argue. You know, I can't disagree with you know with anything, anything the Royce is saying. But you got to understand, this is the Cowboys that you're dealing with. Just like you've always said, you don't know which team is going to show up. You know, we could be that same team that'll go out there and put the beating on the Saints. You know, and 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 shut Minnesota down. You know who knows? We can our defense can go in there and get in and get after uh, Brett Favre. All it's gonna take is one hit. That's all it's gonna take. You know, and I'm not worried about that Randy Moss situation, man. I know I give him a, a touchdown. That comes with it. That I know that's there. Don't just let him but get yeah. off like that. I know but the that way, but, way, but he brings but he brings up a good point. The way the 35 year old Randy Moss. We're not playing against the 24 year old dude. Okay, but he brings he brings up a good point. That secondary last week got used last week. They got used uh, some terrible. And I, I don't think I don't, you said you don't think the Cowboys have a player that can stick Randy Moss. I don't think they got two players that can stick Randy Moss. 
But and I do think they got a front line that's going to take it personal and going to say, we're not going to let you do it like that. We're going to get in there and get the quarterback. We're going to stop the gun. Okay, let me, ask you let me ask you a question. Where was y'all pass us last week? I mean, I, the markets were at one set. I mean, hey, and that's one sack, that's yeah, one sack that a lot of defensive wild. ends in the league would like to have. You know, don't, don't, DeMarcus Ware is not the one. That's the one we don't want to argue about. Well, I mean, what was he, what was he the last two games? He's on the field. Everybody knows it. You see DeMarcus Ware out there. And okay. he still get his okay. thing off. Double teamed and all that. Now, he's going to make some mistakes because on, on the cool, DeMarcus Ware was the issue when um, Chris Johnson got that long run. DeMarcus Ware took that move to the inside instead of going to the outside. You know, maybe he didn't trust whatever was going on, but he did. You know, he made mistakes. But he's the, best, even in, he's the best outside linebacker in the league. But, but, but where's he been in the last two games? I mean, sacked his dad the last two games. He got him some in every game. So once it went, okay, well, okay, well, take, okay, take. He hadn't dominated take, a game, take though. The fact of, take the fact of the way this defense is playing right now. They're not creating any turnovers. But but nah. in all honesty and fairness, neither defense has created a bunch of turnovers. Neither okay. one of them are as, as, as sound as they were last season. And plus, the Minnesota Vikings are going to be out with Cedric Griffin again. He's out for the season with ACL again, so that's somebody's secondary is gone. I, I know we both have the firepower to make it, but you're talking about Adrian Peterson, and, 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 and these guys are going to be determined to play at home. More, you know, and, and, and I like the uh, Cowboys. I would feel better if they were at home with this game because, right. like you said, they do, they do play better when they're backed against the wall. But it's going to be a totally different situation. It's going to be It's like they were in the Minnesota there. last year. Same situation. Must must win game for both teams last year. And the offense didn't even score a touchdown. They put up three points last year. Put up yep. three points last year. Yeah. And you know what? Yep. Vince, I can't, yeah, I can't I disagree like Vince Young. And, you know, Vince Young, I mean, I, mean, I didn't see a whole lot out of him last week. I, I, that, that ain't good for him. And he just, I mean, if, if the ball's up in the air in the end zone and you got Mike Jenkins and Randy Moss, who's going to win that battle? Right. Right. Who's gonna I win think that, that was lucky, man. I'm telling you, I think some of that was lucky. I think Brett Farr, somebody who's more on target, believe me or not, if it makes sense to you, somebody that's more on target, them probably would have been some interceptions. You know, we saw that. We saw that. We saw that touchdown, man. Didn't nobody know where that ball was going except the receiver. Vince Young didn't even know where it was going. Come nah, on, man. He threw it in the air. Huh? He threw it in the air. Yeah, he threw it. In the air. He, he threw it in the air, and then nobody see it but the receiver. Vince Young didn't even see where it was going. I think he nah, tried he to throw it out of bounds. I thought he. I yeah. thought he was trying to throw it out of bounds or something. You know. But I'm telling y'all, man. Yeah, I think we caught up on the wrong thing. You know, we I, I got confidence in our defense. I really do. Period. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about stopping them. Minnesota ain't worried about, about stopping us. Minnesota ain't worried about, 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 about stopping us. But are you, know, you worried about, about the offensive line? Are you worried about the offensive line with them two Williams yes. Towers in the middle, Jared yes. Allen on the on the pass? I'm, I'm worried, worried about, about, the about the offensive line. line. I'm worried about the offensive line because the the weaknesses on the Cowboys team is the offensive line and the safeties. 
period. That's what it is. That's your weakness on defense and your weakness on offense. And, you know, the, the good thing about it is the Williams boys, they haven't been out there doing it like that. They done played no, some no, good teams have. with some sorry. They play some good teams with some sorry teams, and they still haven't been able to get in there and just wreak no havoc like that. I'm not scared about this game, man. The Cowboys could go up there and win. The biggest factor is going to be that Randy Moss situation in that loud-ass stadium. Mm. I don't think they'll overcome that. Like I said, that stadium is going to cause more. The, 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 the noise is going to cause more penalties than normal, and y'all know y'all good at that. Yeah, I haven't seen that corrected yet. <laughs> I mean, it started in preseason and it's continued, and, and it looks like you can't stop it. I mean, it's, it, it, ever since preseason, they've been doing this. Man, right? I am riding with the Cowboys on this one. I'm riding with the Cowboys on this one, and the, Cow- and the Cowboys is going to win the game 28 to, to, to 17. Mm. 28 to 17. Now, Royce, you picking the Vikings. How, you think the Vikings, what do you think the score is going to be? You know, right now, I'm, I'm not going to even go there because, uh, like I said, you got to pick a score because they got to be a tiebreaker. I, 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 I don't have to pick a score. All I got to do is pick who wins. The score could be a 9 to nothing or a 3 to nothing. It don't matter. <laughs> the win is what I'm picking. I say, I say Minnesota win this game because of two things. Y'all are still high on the gas on too late. You know, y'all still the lingering effects of it. You know, I like to think it's, it's 16 weeks before it, it gets out of your system. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, a, it's a long day. You don't get it. And, uh, the reason why I say because both teams are up against the wall, who wants it more? I mean, I mean, who wants it more? And for Dallas to go on the road up in Minnesota in that dome with that noise, Randy Moss homecoming, I mean, that's a lot to get over right there. It really is. I, I, think, more, I, think, uh, Randy, I think I Randy Moss is worried about what his wife going to do to him when he come home, and he's he yeah. calling that little chick, telling her to hush him out. I mean, uh, uh, Brett Favre, that's what he out there doing. Brett Favre is worried well, about other things right now. He got too much other stuff on his mind. I think, uh, I think I'm going to make, I think, I think I'm going to, this, this is why I'm making my pick. Okay, I was torn between the middle because these teams are so similar. They both got so many different stuff wrong with them. But I, I'm going to have to give a nod to the Cowboys. I'm going to tell you why. Because uh, the, I'm gonna tell you why. Because they, because they are putting up the offense is is, is getting yards and scoring points. The defense is giving up some bonehead penalties, some bonehead plays. But I I, I got to give a nod to the Cowboys because I honestly think Brett Favre is hurt, and I think he's playing hurt, and I think he's gonna throw some picks, more picks than Romo's gonna throw, and I think we will get some turnovers. I think I think Brett Favre is really really hurt. For him to talk about doing. Missing one to two games uh, after after starting every game he's ever played in. To me, that sounds like he's hurt. So I'm about to pick the Cowboys in this one. Well, right, it's that part on play. Of course not. You got the upper hand to the Cowboys. But at the same time, you know, you say y'all throw up all these numbers and this and that. How many weeks can the offense do that every week? 
Then y'all put up 500 yards a game every week. We're going to see. It's not going to happen every week. It's not going to happen every week. We're going to see. Well, y'all heard it here. Royce is picking the Vikings, and me and Rick are going to pick the Cowboys on this one. Of course. I knew y'all. Everybody knew y'all going to pick the Cowboys. <laughs> I picked them last week, and the reason why I lost the pick last week was because of the Cowboys, and there's no way I'm going to go with the Cowboys again after I, they caused me to lose picks last week. The Cowboys might have lost because you picked them. Yeah, there you go. That, that'll happen, too. <laughs> so we want to thank everybody for tuning in. It's been a live show. Uh, we always press for time, as always. Y'all tune in Tuesday. When the discussion Tuesday is going to have to be Whichever one of these teams, one and four, what happens next? Because it's going to be something that's going to happen next. Far, but they go one and four, two and five. I don't even know if he's going to even finish the season. He might retire early. The Cowboys go one and four. Who knows what's going to happen in that situation. So it will be a lot to talk about on Tuesday. So you guys stay tuned. Remember to follow the show online, blogstalkradio.com slash rfsports, Twitter, rfsportsradio. Is a follow or hear us on email, rsportsradio at gmail.com. We thank y'all for listening. See y'all on Tuesday. And uh, go Rangers and go Cowboys. Come on, man. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.